three, two, one. All right, everyone. Welcome to a, a brand new episode of Off the Track Podcast. Uh, we was off last week, but now we're back in the flow of things. Uh, we're in week two of, of school. Yes, I know week two. Most y'all out there haven't even started yet. Yeah, very true. Yeah, but uh, we have some we have some important topics on hand. Uh, we were going to continue with the the Pac-12 shutdown and the Big Ten shutdown um, conversation, but um, there's more important things at hand. Uh, we got the the Kenosha, Wisconsin um, riots and uh, the Jacob Blake shooting, and then we're gonna talk the NBA and MLB boycott. Uh, give an update on COVID nineteen, but first, I hope everybody in the path of Laura, Hurricane Laura, is safe and sound. This is going to be a, a catastrophic event, and I hope everybody is okay and make it through alive during this one. And hope that everyone up in the Bay Area, Northern California, are staying safe. Um, listen to local officials as these wildfires are continue to grow yeah i mean that's a good little uh kind of waiver to put out there because definitely and i mean in, the, in our conversation today that's going to get lost as to another just major topic that we have at hand um so I'm, i am glad you pointed that out uh, i was if you had not i probably was going to intervene and do so myself um but i mean kind of before we dive in as well i think along the lines of this is our second week in school i mean how was the first week for you guys <laughs> Man, a whole lot of new things. Everything being online, a lot. But I mean, it was really great. So we we're, we're, we're. Zoom University Part Two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Part Three. Mine, Mine. like your. So, Gerob, you're in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I'm back home. So, when you're in Atlanta, how hot is it there? How oh, hot? Yes. Woo, buddy boy. Uh, it's like 90 degrees, right? Right now, way rain today. So it's about like moving to 80. But the hottest you've been is 100 plus. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's, that's the same with us over here. So, like, oh, my man. first week, yeah, my first week, I had to get up early, like, out of the five, like, school days, I had to get up early, like, three out of the five days just so I can go get a run in in the damn morning just because it was going to be so damn hot. Yeah, West U.S. had that had that heat dome. The heat dome. I mean, Saturday. yeah, so, it's gonna get hot this week as well. But thankfully, this one's gonna be a lot more dry. So, all my classes, you know, I'm three hours ahead. So all my classes in the afternoon, late night. So it's like some classes are good for online, but I got one right now. Uh, what is it like six to eight? No, eight. yeah. On Monday, I have one from 6 to 9.20. But, I mean, thankfully, that's my only class in that subject. I looked out this year, no night classes. Man, what? No, nah, my, my, I only have one night class, primary, well, I'll call it one actual, like, night class, because I have one class that runs from, like, 4 to 5.50, but I'm okay with doing that. The other one runs from 6 to 9.20, and thankfully, it's only on Mondays, but because I only put it on Monday, like, my Wednesday and Friday, I just have class from 9 to 10, and, like, that's it. It's pretty sweet. And the only reason I have one on Friday is because I'm, I'm a half math major. <laughs> yeah, I only got one on Friday, too. I can't relate. I got three. Ooh. No, two. I lied. That's tough. <laughs> well, yeah. I got that in a because we started tutoring this week. So. No, you need... I mean, thankfully, though, like, it is a good – so, I mean, we were kind of talking about this beforehand with the idea that, I mean, we're getting notifications that, um, I mean, we have the first cases in on-campus housing. We have the news and the local news saying how many cases we're at to see this past, like, weekend just because, of course, people out partying. Um, you get the, I mean, we get the notification of the athletes today – but thankfully we are in online because you go look at the number of cases that appeared at Notre Dame, the notification, the number of cases that appeared at North Carolina, both those schools in two weeks 
Well, Alabama hasn't shut down yet. In two weeks, North Carolina and Notre Dame both went online. Towson University in Maryland, they were they were planning to have um, in person classes, so everybody moved in a week later. Yeah, Every, everything online, housing on campus shut down. Right. But University but, yeah. Alabama had more cases than Canada. You know, Alabama nothing, and they still haven't shut down. LSU but at the same time. Yeah, but at the same time, like when you get the report of the number of cases at SC, and I mean, it's primarily off-campus housing, like everybody knows that it it is traced back to one and or several parties, but it's weird. So like my kind of conversation on it is, it's like, what do you kind of expect? Like we already are offline, like we're already like off-campus, we're already online, and this is off-campus housing. Like, yes, it's bad, and obviously they're putting themselves at risk within the school because that's what's lost in all this, is that should you host a party, attend a party, you have the risk of not getting suspended but getting expelled. Like, they'll kick you off campus. Um, but at the same time, like, it, it, it's weird the reporting that's going out on it. I, like, what's lost in it all is, like, this should have been an expectation for people our age. And I'm not saying that as an excuse for people to go out and party, because obviously, don't be an idiot. Don't go out and party. But it shouldn't be the level of news that, of what it is, in my opinion. Yeah, you just, you just don't have people that just, just going to do whatever and however, you know? Yeah. So it's like, some of this not even, not even a surprise. Cause... Well, people have been partying off campus all summer. Yeah. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a surprise now. And then you have people that don't even respect DPS. <laughs> yeah, that that whole situation. Like, come on. I mean, that was kind of my little dip into the conversation. I mean, let's. I mean, we do yeah. got a lot to talk about today. Let's let's go for it head on. We got labor <laughs> coming up. Cases are going to go up. Yeah, people just got to be smart. Yeah, I mean, one one of the things that's lost in uh, we're, we're back to it real quick, but um, I saw it right now. What's going to get lost in the evacuation in this hurricane path is the amount of cases that are going to go up for the amount of people that are close together. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Because in the path alone, I think there are three hundred thousand cases that have been um, accounted for through the months. I don't know the exact time frame, but the number was three hundred thousand cases. Cases will definitely go up. Yeah, this could be a lot. It's gonna be a huge humanitarian disaster once this thing is done. One thing after another in twenty twenty. I mean, we just hit the. The problem is with Rona arriving at the time that it was like, everybody knows that during like late August, early September, that's when, for example, wildfire season is in California. I mean, this mm-hmm. is when you get hurricane season. I think May, May is tornado season, isn't it? May is tornado season, but thankfully, it was way, way, way below average. April yeah. active, but tornado season as a whole was way down this year. Thanks. Like Rona arriving in March, just people just forgot about what was coming up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and then we still got the winters. Back when it's cold, so the theory that Rona kind of goes away in transmission and the heat, I mean, we'll kind of fully get tested out, I guess. Especially when we get back to cold weather. It's going to be a different beast. Oh. All right. On to the main topic at hand in Kenosha. One instance after another, another black man. Jacob Blake shot in the back seven times, not one, not two, but seven times in the back. Thankfully, thankfully, he's alive, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. Um, They say, well, there's reports that the, the officer that shot him is in protective custody, but nobody can confirm that right now. 
and well, nobody can confirm it because they're the police department in general is not really speaking on it. They, they um, there've been continuing well riots, protests, whatever you want to call them. It's both going on. Um, it just history repeating itself again. Twenty twenty history repeating itself. Twenty twenty history. <laughs> um, no, it. I as bad as what's going on is, I just don't get how seeing what happened with George Floyd. How I'll use the term tone deaf. You can be in a situation like that, and I know it, there's so many different reports, so many different accounts of evidence that are trying to go out that and either justify or not justify him um, shooting him. We'll leave aside the idea that it was seven shots, point blank range in the back. We'll set that idea aside, but the amount of like evidence that's trying to go out to justify it, like it's just at the end of the day, why would you shoot somebody in the back? Seven times. Why would you shoot somebody, somebody in the back in the first place? I know. Yeah. The most coward act, act you can do. Like my whole, my whole thing is, first of all, I, I was from report. I think the police was there on a whole nother call, right? It was like a Correct. Few, so they yeah. was there on a whole nother call. My thing is from. The time they got there, uh, now was wasn't he even uh, part of the dispute? He was. So he was, in my um, understanding, what happened. He was breaking up the dispute between two. I think they were white women. Um, yeah, but no, I will not, I'll, just, I'll just call it. It was a dispute between two women. I'll hold the white fact to the side because I'm not as sure about that. Um, but. The police arrived, and what my what I'm assuming what happened, and from my understanding with the evidence that has come out, is I know he had warrants for different accounts for an arrest of several actions or several. Um, he had warrants for his arrest, but and I think that's I think led what led to the beginning of the official video of what we saw is that realizing that he was who he was but at the same time this is what is mind-boggling to me is that in itself like the um my screen's already going dark i'll just ignore it um that in itself the idea that he had the warrants for his arrest i just don't get how that could be used that can be used as the justification to get seven shots in your back I just don't get it. Is it fear? Is it hate? Oh, it's it fear. It's hate. It's all of it. So we all know the police department. I'm just going to keep it a thousand. The police department is another form of the KKK. If not another, the same form. I don't go that far. I want to go that Well, There's a lot of good cops out there. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of good cops, but at the same time, when you have story on top of story on top of story, and you look at these officers, it's like, yo, like, like, what, what, why, why do you fear us? I, I just don't understand. Yes, we have a different skin color. Yes, we not the same as you, but at the same time, what is that fear factor? You, you have them. In your hands, he's walking to his vehicle with children in the car, and then all of a sudden, seven charges run off because you see apparently, even over there, so the witnesses said that he, that he didn't have a knife. That you saying put down the knife, and immediately, seven shots. It's too easy. So it was like, it's too easy. Just, yeah. I just feel that, I mean, it's under that same category. It's such a weird, like this, this case in particular, just because the, 
let me not say that it is the idea that he got shot. It's definitely around the idea that a he was shot in the back seven times, and to go with it though, I mean the idea because the main kind of argument on Twitter, and I'll use it on Twitter because I'm on Twitter a good amount, so I see the reactions of a lot of people, is the idea that why was he not tackled and or um, restrained prior to getting in the car to escape this? Well, that's where you get the rumor of, or the, I don't, from my from what I've seen, it may be evidence now that he did have a knife in his hand. I'm not exactly sure on that. Um, but I think that's what came into play in not tackling him and getting him down. Um, then you get to the car. and I, Regardless if he had a weapon. And yes, a weapon like endangerment of a cop. Like I think in that stance gets to the point of not the defense of a cop in his action of a just shooting him once kind of securing that safety for himself. And I'll separate that from the idea that he shot him seven times. Cause that's where this is in my opinion, the biggest problem, but it's that immediate jump to conclusion that there was a weapon. Cause that I still, I still don't know. I don't know if a lot of people know, I don't think that's been released yet. Hey, there's no body cam release. Yet. There's just nothing. Not to justify, there's just nothing to justify shooting in that stance. And even if he had a knife, you don't need to shoot him. Exactly. I think the the main conflict is when you see when you look at the particular incident, and then you see other videos that that is not posted on the air that I have seen several times on Twitter, when you have other people who are not black, the police. Is in their presence and they have either a gun in their hand or they have some type of weapon that is much much dangerous than a knife. And you see how the cops interact with that individual. They don't shoot them. They don't choke on them. Don't do none of those things, but it's like they're more calm and collective when it's somebody of I don't I don't even want to put the race in it, but that's what those videos have been seeing. And then when you look at us, when you look at George Floyd, he didn't have, he was on the arm. He got something to do. When you look at today, when he got shot seven times in the back, like, it's different from how they interact with African American when they interact with a white, with a, with a white. So that's really the major, major issue is if you so calm and when he's swinging a tomahawk knife at you, why are you not doing the same thing when he don't even have a weapon and he's paralyzed? That's the major yeah. thing. It, it don't make it's sense. Just, it's, yeah, it, it, it just nothing about it makes sense. But my biggest issue with a lot of this is just the immediate and as i referred to earlier is why the idea of his past and his warrants in turn is justification to shoot him in that manner see that's the problem with every one of these instances they love to bring up his past he's like oh well well, let me bring up your past Let's see if you deserve getting shot. Yeah, it's like what happened with George Floyd and the idea that he had fentanyl in his system at the time of his death and people arguing that he died from fentanyl. You could argue that he died from fentanyl all you want. The idea of the matter is what sure as hell didn't help it was the idea he had a knee on his neck for eight minutes. Yeah. Like when the original autopsy came out, he died of... um, Died of choking. I forgot the actual term of it. The medical term. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot the actual medical term of it. Actually, I think it's a six. I think it's asphyxiation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the what he was officially ruled as dying from. Well, yes, because that's what happens when you have a knee on your neck for eight minutes. And I actually had two autopsies. I think yeah. the first one that. Yeah, independent. Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't independent one. Yeah. I just I that that will be the million dollar question for the rest of life. Why when it comes to us, you quick to shoot kill when it's your own people and they have even the worst incident, you can just easily handcuff them and they on about their day. It, it doesn't make sense. But you know, the public, the news, they ain't gonna post that. They ain't gonna show that side. They're gonna continue to show this. Continue to make excuses to why police officers should be not handled for. Uh, it, it's just disappointing. And then, and then the 17 year old kid going, yes. going out there like a militia. Have just going out there fi- open firing on people. Well, he killed two people, injured one, and then the cops do nothing, give him water. I mean, he had a whole gun, he was, a whole AR, a whole, a whole AR. <laughs> he was, that kind of good. He, he came in, yeah, he came in from Illinois. Came from Illinois. He's like, <laughs> well, there's a photo today. He was, he was, um. It was front row at a Trump rally. Front row at Trump rallies. And wow. on the news today, they said the 17-year-old kid was charged with the, the, the aspiring cop. Charged with murder. That line right there tells you everything charged. about the police system in the United States. It's a mur- was a murder or double murder? <laughs> That's- Should be double. The aspiring cop. That's what we doing now. Having cops, cops having the liberty just to open fire on people. It's not only that. You were gonna be. We know that. Yeah. Again, the I'll use the reaction from Twitter and my utter disapproval of what's going on. It's the idea that a lot of the just. I mean. Yes, there's people actually trying to justify this action. Um, was the idea that he had a quote-unquote Molotov thrown at him? <laughs> but people, if I already examined, he got a he got a plastic bag and that had a bottle of something in it thrown at him. That wasn't on fire. That wasn't nothing. They had it thrown at him, and then oh my gosh, it, it's just but it's just disappointing. He went out there with an AR. Yeah. yeah. He was already posing as a, as a, a deadly threat from the get go. Right. No matter who but you are, you're not, not like the only person. It was like that dude in was it Salt Lake City with the bow and arrow. With the bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like him just open firing on people, and then <clears throat> people all across the country, um, fully armed at the the local courthouses. In the, in the Capitol buildings. I'm like, how is this okay? But look, and you see how that went about, but let's go back. I forgot what year. I think it was with uh, Rest in Peace, uh, Malcolm uh, Brown. When they had a protest in Dallas, you remember that ex-military guy was shooting at the police? Yeah. And how a police form just he had a, a gunfight between them, and he End up dead. When he did the same thing as that seventeen year old. Is that he the one that was him. like? I'm trying to recall yeah. that situation. Yeah. Is that he the one where like, they shut down? Yeah, they shut yeah. down all of Dallas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think a, I do remember that. Sniping from it was like a film or something. But you see how? And he was black, so it's like okay. He was harming people. He was. He was. He was. He was Killing people, and you had a gunfight with him, and you killed him. But when a 17 year old walked around with an AR and killed two people, you just pat him on the back? Like, what happened to protecting and serving your community? That, that was a threat. It was like Tucker Carlson. I can't listen to that dude, but he was patting that dude on the back earlier today. Yeah, I saw that. Like, this dude crazy. Yeah, I just. Man, those people. 
I just don't get the people who think it's okay to just open fire on whoever. I yeah, you know. Uh, I don't even know, man. Yeah, but now society is presented with another opportunity to make another stance. See, like the NBA today. I got updates on that, by the way. August 26th. Okay, maybe I'm going to build up to it then. August 26th. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, they started it. They boycotted. And the rest of the team, they boycotted today. <clears throat> and Which, again, I don't – Milwaukee being the first to do it and because they were the first game today, I don't get why first it was so surprising to some people with realizing the shooting happened in Milwaukee. B, like the conversation was going on before the game today. Yeah. There, there was talks that the, the Raptors and Celtics were going to boycott their first game. A, yeah. Either their first game and or their whole series – and they were already talking about maybe going home. Yeah. And then, um, well, then you get to today. Then you get to today with that game. And then all the games. Um, and now, um, for what it's worth. Oh, shit. The Lakers and Clippers both voted. To, Holy the Lakers and Clippers both voted to not continue. But the rest of the team said they would. So my understanding, I don't have a full understanding of what, if it has to be them to just be excluded. The Lakers and Clippers. They done. Like, done. That I don't know. So I don't know if the vote had to be consensus. I didn't know if, like, certain teams can leave if they want. Um, I don't know. Oh, he's so I'm following Shams and Shams said that LeBron said he wanted the owners to take more to be more involved and take action. And he was like also the first to leave. Leave the meeting. Leave the meeting. Yeah. There's no way the teams are playing. Yeah, there's no way. So the other team, the other team said they, yeah. You know how much damage that's going to cause? Oh, yeah. No, but it's necessary, though. It's messy, yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have to see. This is what Cat was trying to get. This is what, no, this is what Kyrie. This is what yeah, Kyrie, it's Kyrie. Kyrie trying to get with. Everybody owe him an apology. Yep, that was a top. He's not our leader. He said, they said he don't know nothing, but look at Look where we at now. They gonna listen once you boycott, and you I hit I hope these other teams follow. I hope the MLS they keep they they follow too. MOB I don't know what they're gonna do. They up in the air, but they have a strong players union, so they could follow. But man, this was just out of shock waves. Naomi Osaka she already said. She's not playing in her her semifinal match at the Southern Open. Mm. You got to hit this You have momentum here. They better. I hope professional athletes capitalize on this. Especially the NFL. Now, if the NFL follow up the season. Mm. There is, I've heard Pete Carroll has already said that's been discussed. But if so, this is where the team, yeah. the Washington team, canceled their scrimmage. Their open scrimmage yesterday for tomorrow. Yeah, they canceled it. I saw that. Well, the Washington team has got other problems today as well. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll ignore that. Um, but I mean, kind of along the stance of you hope are saying to you, kind of hope every team follows suit. That's kind of where I take a step of a little bit of a disagreement because I what I think. What Kyrie was originally saying is that the idea of the bubble was going to kind of suppress their actions that they could have taken. I think that is definitely a reality. I think them being there, they feel like they are a bit restricted in what they can and can't do. Well, what they can't do, rather. But what the bubble also has promised, and I think it's done a decent job in doing thus far, 
is giving them a platform solely for this. I mean, you talked about LeBron. Um, LeBron said it the other day that he has 50% of his mind on the playoffs, 50% of his mind on what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I think along that line, it's like them being there, although there is talks that a lot of them do feel constriction in what they can't do, they're... Adam Silver has given them an opportunity to use the platform, and a lot of them are taking advantage of it. There's, I mean, a lot of them have been on Twitter with no suppressing from the NBA whatsoever, from what I've seen, besides the obvious, like, you can't drop an F-bomb in a tweet. Yeah. But um, that's where I think the idea of following suit and just not finishing the entire season is a little... Yes, it sends a, a definite strong message, but it also rids them the chance of continuing to have that platform because not everybody's LeBron. That's the thing. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you got to look at it. Like, your life is bigger than what you do at the end of the day. Yeah. That's just that. But I'm just saying, like, if, if you really want to make a change, you got to hit people with their money. Yeah. They will listen. That's, that's the only thing. They said it today. The NBA boycott hurts the owners. It hurts the league. It hurts the, the TV companies. Mm-hmm. It hurts people at home who love the entertainment. It hurts the money flow. And it's sad, but it's the truth. Like, it, it, it has to come to that point. And it's been on there for years. Like, all the protesting is good, but you got to, if you want people to really listen, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta rough their money up, and and that's what the NBA is doing right now. And I feel like this is a, it's heading in the right direction if it follows through. But yeah, you gotta, I mean, there's nothing else that you can't, can't do. You gotta handle, uh, you gotta handle with that money. Let me also follow up saying that in in my comments, like them doing that, I I wouldn't disagree with. I think that's what's lost in what happened today is you see everybody's reaction to it and everybody just absolutely not having a problem. Yeah. The majority of people, obviously I'll refrain from people who yes, are obviously going to have a problem, but um, there was a, a wide amount of people that everybody just understood. Everybody knew yeah. nobody owners knew players knew nobody had a problem. I mean, you look at the first game when, Milwaukee was the only team to to boycott it. Orlando immediately did not accept their forfeit. Oh yeah, Orlando. Both, it, yeah, both you know. the Rockets, both the Rockets and um, Thunder. I think they they televised uh, Russ and CP3 like going. Oh, they both good. they both boycotted the other. The later game boycotted the other. More than likely, there's not going to be games tomorrow. No, no. I feel like there ain't gonna be no more playoffs. If this continues, well, the rest of the season would, would imply that there's no more playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you just gotta cut their money. That's how they go. That's how people gonna listen. Yeah. Oh, another update. Udonis has spoke and essentially told everyone in the room that without the Lakers and Clippers, how will season continue? LeBron walked out. Rest of the the Lakers and Clippers exited behind them, reported by Shams. Oh my God! Now that's how you, like, bro. That's how you, if you don't have, if you, if you don't have a big platform, this this is just shows you that your life is bigger than basketball. Because basketball is always gonna be there. It's always gonna be there. But this is your life. Like this is this is your life, and you gotta protect it. But this is like so, a big. This is a big step for LeBron. Because everybody know how badly he wants this title, and everybody, and probably a lot of people thought he was going to continue to play. But he I mean, yeah, and he, he realizes that, and at this moment, he'd rather go home. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, and put boots on the ground and be a positive impact on the community instead of being in the bubble. Well, what's weird, the, the thing about LeBron, though, like, it's it's hard to, comparing LeBron to anybody else in the league is not a complete apples-to-apples apples comparison because LeBron himself, while being in the bubble, has already done a lot while he's 
been there. I mean, he's, he was one of the leading people in setting up the voting station at the Dodgers stadium. Um, he did something else, but I can't fully recall. But I do agree that him leaving is definitely a power move because obviously people are just going to refer to his comments, the comments that he made with China. But I'll refrain from talking along that line. Um, but I mean, even I saw a tweet today that like somebody was saying in regards to being a Laker fan, that they were a Laker fan their whole life. They were there for Kobe in his last game, Kobe in his finals, biggest Lakers fan ever. And just can't watch basketball anymore because of what LeBron does as a Laker. And even somebody said, and I fully agree with it, one of LeBron's biggest accomplishments now is prying away races from the NBA. <laughs> wow. From the NBA. Like, I mean, I think I've made it quite clear that LeBron is by far not my favorite athlete. Um, but yeah, I mean, this... So, I mean, my talks to LeBron are generally always in a positive note. But, yeah, this step by him is definitely a big a big step. I mean, from my interpretation, because, I mean, there's more and more coming out as well. Um, I mean, the NBA players meeting reportedly ended ugly with uncertainty about what will happen Thursday. I know there's an emergency board of governors meeting tomorrow. And I think that's why LeBron said he wants the owners to take more action and then left. Um, so I think a lot of it also is going to depend on tomorrow what happens in that meeting. It, it's like, but you get a lot of the owners, and this is where I agree, because, I mean, you look at Mark Cuban, and I think Mark Cuban's a different owner than everybody else. Mark Cuban is a very vocal person. Mark Cuban is a very proactive person. Um, but then you get a person like Jeannie Buss today saying they are completely in agreement but I don't recall the level of magnitude that Jeannie Buss has done there like Mark Cuban has. Mm-hmm. I don't recall a level of active activism that, I mean, I know the NFL is a different beast, but I think Jerry Jones is still yet to make a comment. Oh, he ain't making no comment. Jerry Jones ain't making no goddamn comment. Yeah, I know. This is Jerry Jones. Come on, come on, people. <laughs> but, I mean, you look at the president of the Bucks, the owner of the Bucks, immediate, immediate, approval and acceptance of their team. So like it, which obviously was going to come because you can't really in that stance disagree with it. Um, but this is where I think LeBron's saying they need the owners to do more. It's going to be interesting to see if that card will fully be played. Doc Rivers post-game interview last night. Oh that, man. That was very telling to me. Once he, once he said what he said, I was like, this is this this playoffs in jeopardy. Yeah, because what he said was real. Yeah, from the heart. And then then hearing what Paul George said, I'm like, man, man this, bubble, this bubble really taking a toll on people. Bigger than basketball. People think it's like all all great and stuff, but they're like. It's taking a mental hit on them because they're like secluded from society. Yeah, and they're eager. They're eager to get home. Yeah. I mean, life, life is much bigger than the season. Like, even if the season can't, they will be fine. Like, they will be okay. You know, and the games, like the games, can wait. Yeah, like people. These athletes are not only LeBron, but other athletes, they, they are starting, no matter if they have a big, huge platform or if they have a little platform, they don't realize, like, yo, like, this could have been what my family members. Yeah. Like, when I'm not shooting that ball, when I'm going home, I'm, a, I'm just a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm only protected by, that, by, by what I wear on TV. So it's like, they just looking at it like more than athletes. See, than yeah, athletes. the NBA could do this because they're a player to lead. Yep, star driven league. I'm not NFL to do this. The NFL, no. one, they can't even get their whole. They can't even get their whole. Their whole players, everybody in the. The players' association can't even get all 
how many it is to vote on a new CBA. Yes, I mean the CBA in general. Like that's that's where the difference between the NBA and NFL as well is the CBA talks in the NFL dating back to this a couple months ago when that was happening and that frustration in that process was a lot of it was like a lot of the stars were act were trying to vote no on the CBA. They were because ready for a lockout. A lot of the stars were trying to vote no for it without the realization that the CBA in general helped like regular training, like regular practice squad people, regular like non-star players in the NFL helped them out tremendously. So that's kind of where you have the difference between the NBA and NFL. It's like that CBA is entirely different. And yeah, it, they, that's why it's not as big as a star-driven league. Those veteran players wanted universal health care. Yeah. yeah. And the, the young players wanted to smoke weed. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, smoke there's weed not a higher pay, and they didn't get the universal health care. How much leadership running run around there for the NFL? Yeah, the. This football. Too many alphas think they know. That's absolutely correct. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see with this, this lockdown. I feel like the NBA will just be done with the season. I, I feel like, and I feel it will, you know, have that domino effect to other leagues. And when that money stopped rolling in, people from high up will really pay attention to it. It's just like enough well, is enough. Yeah, what's also lost in it as well is um, – it's kind of oh here a tweet from Woj Clippers and Lakers voting on perhaps not continuing with the season was considered more of a polling than a final vote so yeah that makes sense that makes sense so I don't I think it has to be a unanimous decision amongst the players and again kind of a tweet from Sham saying that the the a lot of frustration was in the meeting towards the Bucks. Um, solely because they felt like a lot of people were blindsided by it. Um, which, yes and no. The, the problem with it is the idea of blindsiding that stance. I mean, that those talks were already happening prior to them doing that. I don't think there was talks of the Bucks themselves doing that and doing it as quickly as they did. Which, I mean, I think the problem that arises in that is the idea that they wanted to strategize and mobilize before doing as such. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the Bucks should have contacted the other the other teams. To let yeah, them, but what, I, again, what I think is also lost in this is the idea that amongst the other leagues, such as the NFL and MLB, the NBA was set up perfectly in a bubble so that they could finish and continue their season. Mm-hmm. There was no, uh, there was high to almost low to almost no risk of them getting COVID once they were there because the idea of the bubble. The idea of the other leagues shutting down prior to them seemed immensely more likely because a bubble was practically not possible. So the idea of them shutting down prior to these other leagues, I think, is very significant in this manner because so much effort was trying to get back into these leagues that AI is a definite statement for the NBA to be the first to not continue. Yeah, comes to but it comes to a point where lives are more more precious than dollar bills at the end of the month. And uh, I think it's very telling that LeBron walked out that meeting. With the Lakers and the Clippers behind him. That says something. But it's even more telling how the Bucks are going to boycott, but they're going to vote on keep playing. See, that's the yeah. problem. That's the problem that's going on with all these protesting stuff. If you're going to protest, protest. Yeah, don't, but don't go half that. If you go, kind of, they carried it out. Yeah, don't 
I still want to win the championship. Like, no, it don't work like that. Boy, but I don't think it's yeah. sacrifice. You got to give up something. The Bucks and these other teams weren't willing to sacrifice a championship. The two teams that were going to win a championship, the, Clip, the Clippers and the Lakers, were will, are willing to sacrifice that. The pop, right? Kaepernick, no. he sacrificed his whole career. Well, you know what's crazy? Yes. Four years yes, ago today. Sacrifice, yeah. Four years ago. Was that four years ago? Four, four years ago. Four years ago. August 26th. That's when he did it. That's when Colin Kaepernick told the yeah. people who were here. Four years ago. And we're still in the same boat. See, this is where I kind of, again, disagree in the stance that you just had on the Bucks and the idea that um, them continuing was the ultimate reason. Like, them wanting to win a championship was the ultimate reason of continuing. I think it more so falls along the line of kind of what I said earlier. of them, If them being there, again, gives them a massive platform that they wouldn't have in a shut-down society. I mean, the the only difference would be seeing that they are they are the Milwaukee team. They can be front line in the protests in Milwaukee compared to the likes of the other teams. But it's like when they in the bubble, so they really can't do much. They can't leave. Sham Sham said the the the, the walkout plans was sparked by um, George Hill during pregame. I remember. Yeah, I knew George Hill. George Hill, I think, murmured something about it the last couple of days. I forgot what was specifically said by him, but he was like, I think so, it was along the lines of, this is BS. Not not along the lines of, like, this is BS towards the shooting, because everybody knows that, but it's BS that they felt a little silenced being in the bubble. Um, just not, they didn't think they that. They got to play every other day. They didn't think that through. See, this is what I thought. Since the Celtics in Toronto, they were talking about their little boycott plan. I thought everybody was going to finish the first round, and then they were going to boycott. I think that's what other teams thought, too. That and my initial comment when I was discussing it with my friends earlier, and I, it's incredibly tone-deaf in saying it, but it also helps to boy, it also helps to boycott when you have a 3-1 lead. I know, right? <laughs> like... It's easy to do and, that. Yeah, and that, that that was, I mean, my mind immediately jumped to the Lakers as well. Like, it's easy to boycott. We're not as easy playing against Dame, but I don't know why my mind didn't wrap around the idea that it was obvious the teams that played against them were not going to accept a forfeit. That I don't know why that notion didn't come across my mind. But I see why Russ was, was hesitant. Because what? There's a 2-2. That's true. Yeah. You got yeah, really I mean, like, oh, you're gonna have your season. It's gonna come back around. Man, this is just stuff bigger than some. some yeah, guys. like if you don't, like what you said, if we got protests, dog. Like, oh, have- no, this is another thing. I hate this argument that keep getting brought up in the media, talking about oh, they, uh, they got to play to get their paycheck. Oh, no, they don't. NBA contract checks are guaranteed. Contracts are set up where everything is guaranteed, and there's no playoff bonuses. They don't get playoff bonuses. They get they check. And Wait, I, when they get paid, once a month, huh? the beginning of the month, end of the month, and it's fully guaranteed. They don't get playoff bonuses. They're in the playoffs. Uh, season over. They got their money. The only bonus you get is probably an endorsement after the end of the season. Yeah, you get it. endorsements. It's not like you're going to lose them unless uh, you do something stupid. Like, no. Nobody's losing their endorsements. Nobody's Nobody, not playing. Like, Kyrie's not losing money. Like, no, no. I, I do agree that Kyrie's not losing yeah. money. Yeah. Le- okay. LeBron, not losing money. <laughs> People fail to realize LeBron has a billion-dollar contract with Nike. Like, he's not worried about the damn money. LeBron will be a billionaire by, like, in the next 10 He has a years. lifetime contract. Probably 10 years, he could be a billionaire. And he got other endorsements. 
he got more endorsement money than he do with the NBA. Yeah, he has a billion dollar contract. Like, <laughs> it's um, no, it and and the comment about Kyrie, kind of one of the things that I agree with Kyrie. While this all this talk was on him at the beginning, um, kind of victimizing him and throwing shade at him for his comments towards going to the bubble, which I would I would say I was not completely one of those people, but I was one of those people that saying it's very bold of him to say that with the idea he wasn't going to the bubble in the first place. No. Um, because he was hurt. He wasn't going to go regardless. Yeah. But I think I do agree that Kyrie Irving is perhaps the most misunderstood athlete in the NBA, if not all sports. Now, I feel like people didn't take him seriously. How he does for the community is like... Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, people don't take him seriously, even though he may say some roundish crazy things about it, you know, the whole little Boston thing. When he said that, people didn't really take it seriously because of the past, of the comments he would make about his teammates and stuff like that. So, so that's really why they didn't take it seriously. Yeah. I'm also getting, like... As I'm getting notifications on Twitter, I'm also in uh, a text chat with some of my friends, and one of them just brought up a very solid point. I don't know if we discussed it or not, but the idea that it was the Lakers and Clippers to be the first ones to vote no, that they're not going to continue, is absolutely a power move because should the Lakers and Clippers not be in the playoffs, the playoffs would absolutely go to shit in ratings and everything. I think the playoffs in general are going to take a hit because of this, but at the same time, it's going to take them an even massive hit should the Lakers and Clippers not be in it. The champ is going to be the Houston Rockets. (laughs) No, but ratings wise, oh my God. It's going to take a massive hit. That hit's going to take, then you're going to have conference finals and the finals during. Okay, you're gonna have a conference finals of Denver and Houston. No, you're gonna no, have that Utah, Utah in Houston. You gonna have that during the NFL season? Yeah. Ain't nobody watching that. Everybody watching football. Money just crazy. We watching football. Money going fly. So it, that that is a massive power move in the stance of the Lakers and Clippers because LeBron is a draw. He's the biggest draw. Yeah, I mean, that they said that at the beginning of the bubble in which people were debating of going to the bubble like Kyrie was advocating for. But when LeBron immediately said that he was going, everybody knew that it was going to happen. Was, uh, who said it? It was Pat Bev. Yeah, Pat Bev said, if LeBron goes, we all go. <laughs> LeBron walk out, we walk out. <laughs> if he going home, I'm going home, too. They know what it is. Like, come on now. I, don't know effect. But I don't It's just saying something when the three best players in the world, well, three of the top five best players, no, the three best players in the world just walk out. You have Anthony Davis as a top three player? <laughs> Look, when Anthony Davis, <laughs> when Anthony Davis played, when he's on, oh my god! <laughs> Anthony Davis is absurd. He, he, he's so good. He should have won defense player. Should have won defense player of the year, but we'll leave that aside. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Top three players currently playing right now. Durant number two. Durant is number two. I don't. I, that's not. Durant's number two. Kawhi's number three. And yeah. And if anybody, if. If it's right now, if anybody has anybody other than LeBron, I don't take the argument to be valid. 80, 80s, 80 and Steph are like four and five. Don't know which one. Giannis, damn. I didn't even believe Giannis in this. Giannis, I mean, Giannis is absurd, but I still would prefer Kevin Durant and Kawhi over him. And, of course, LeBron, but that should have been a given. <laughs> man, so, man, we... Any more, more updates from Shames? Come on. I like this. 
this is going to come up. This is why I want my phone right next to me, and I generally don't have it, but I just wanted to update the notifications. I never thought we would actually get like news from this me- meeting until like, in the morning. I don't know, but it's leaking. I didn't let get it tonight. Oh, it won't. Okay, they expect they explain financial implications. Yeah. Possible lockout next year, whatever. So that's so, the thing. There are there are more things at play for if they don't finish. But again, being Lakers and Clippers being the ones that do it, and now understanding that it pretty much has to be a unanimous kind of polling situation, not a final vote. Like CJ CJ McCollum spoke. As as bad as it may sound, I do think the season is going to continue. Seems unlikely that there there will be games tomorrow. Okay, that was a game. If the teams boycotted today, the teams tomorrow are not going to play. Conversations will continue tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot to look forward to in those answers tomorrow. Yeah, just to take a just to take a sidetrack. There's this tweet by Wattakadera saying these people need to come to the realization that they need to listen to the king. They need to listen to LeBron James. So there's a tweet, right? And the tweet says, Roger Goodell says he wishes the NFL had Mr. Brothers to come here today. Oh, my God, no. Yes, I thank you for reminding me on that. I think that was when you were discussing Kaepernick. That slipped my mind. What is it? God. That Roger, Roger Goodell wishes he listened to Colin Kaepernick earlier. Oh, my God. I'll tell you something. I don't know. It's the same. That's the same. I was like, no, you don't. I looked no, at that. No, you don't. Look at that tweet. I just kept scrolling. I was like. Yeah. That's the same crap as coaches like Pete Carroll coming out and saying they really wanted to sign Collar Kaepernick at the time. No, oh. you didn't. Right. I'm like, wait. No, you didn't. Wait, you t- it, took, it took you four years to come to real- the realization? You wanted to listen, you would have listened when he first told you why he meant. But y'all, when they had it in your mind, oh, no, he, he's yelling for this. The brother told you why he was there. Where, where's these other statements coming from? Yeah, I'm on the end. You're just trying to make your name look good because of everything that's going on right now. Nah, buddy. Nah, buddy. We see the BS. If you, if you really wanted to listen, you would. And my mama always told me. Much as again, like I, it may sound bad, but I think because of the implications at play, like I, I do think this season is going to continue. Um, obviously, I don't think there will be games tomorrow. That's just obvious. Um, and it, my selfishness and kind of hope for this season continue also plays a part of it because obviously I want to see I want to see LeBron win a chip. But I mean, I would be completely accepting, completely understanding should they shut down. Just as I was today. I would love to see the Lakers on this ship. It's been a long time. We need that. But. I don't know. That would happen. That would happen. That would happen like Because look. If they follow this boy. I know there's people in there adamant not playing. I know. Sure. History repeats itself. Let's go back to Montgomery bus boycott. Oh, yeah. And the effect, and the effect that that had. Yeah, man. Cancel the transportation. They money went out the window for, 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 a, for a period of time. Then they wanted to listen. It feels like it's going to be the same thing. Which it could have happened earlier, but yeah. this it's the same thing, but also 
a day and now looking on two days of them doing this i will i won't say is enough because obviously it can extend further and like i said i would have absolutely no problem with this but a day and two already has massive financial implications for the the amount of money that's lost the only thing that's going to save them is that they're probably just going to postpone these games which is already should they continue and they've already discussed pushing everything back, such as the draft, because they fear that the league is too optimistic and starting fast enough. This just gives them an easier chance to do so. So, I mean, it'll be interesting what unfolds tomorrow. I'm sure the players, if they're ready for the calls, they won't play. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't. Be down for it. They won't play. I just, uh, you gotta sacrifice something. Yeah. Sacrifice some right. help. Like people, like people gonna say, "Oh, what about uh, you getting paid?" Or, "Oh, what are you gonna do now?" Oh. <laughs> Is this too sick? You either do it or you don't. Let this go through. If they take, if they take your pay, that will be a boycott. Really good day Just a heads up. I mean, we're probably gonna have to wrap it up soon. We're running on an hour right now. Um, I plan on going long. <laughs> I mean, t- today we knew we were gonna go long today. Again, I'm just trying to see if there's any updates. Any updates? I mean, like I said, majority is going to come from tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, so Orlando probably got the same time out here. Eleven twenty-two. Imagine yeah. if they did this on Tuesday and not today. Crazy, right? If they have it for a reason, we've been like that. Uh, that last track. Let's redo it. Yeah, we would have been like, uh oh, we got to film again. I just hope. Uh, wherever LeBron say, wherever LeBron say should go, I know what it is. He's the leader, he's the face. That is true. Top three most popular athletes on the planet. Oh, it's a bunch of athletes. Yeah, but I also think the news with, <laughs> I mean, completely side topic, but the news with Messi yesterday completely shows that Messi's at that level, if not higher. <laughs> Man, why? That dude, Messi had offers from everybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. That dude had an offer from NASCAR. I'm like, whoa. Best going to Man City then transferring to New York FC would be gigantic for MLS. It would be gigantic for MLS, but the same, I mean, that's not a. I don't know that's, if that's a full on definite yet. I don't think that's going to happen, but. I don't see them playing in the MLS. I do. Down the line, I do. Well, like a being like a, a Zlatan play later in his career. Beckham, Rooney, Zlatan. Yeah, it's just easy money for them. Yeah, that's true. That box office. Like, we shall see what this leads to. Let's we'll see. We'll see what tomorrow holds in the weekend. Can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. Turn on my notifications. Get ready for this one. Yeah. Bring y'all out there in Texas and Louisiana. Please stay safe. When this um when this episode comes out, the hurricane will be already passed through. So anybody 
who comes across this or know anybody down there in Texas, please send them help. Send them some resources. Donate to the Red Cross or something. Because they're going to need it. And help out the people in California who have been affected by the wildfires. It's been, de- it's been a devastating year. And we still got four One more. One thing months. after another. We still got four more months to go. The year of survival, people. Yeah. Y'all got anything? I don't really got anything to close on that. I would say everybody put in a absentee voting. Yes. Get your voting and get your voting in the mail. Take it. You get vote and you bring it right back to the voting office. Don't put it in the mail. They're going to misplace it on purpose. We need, we need, we need our hands on that at this moment. Yep, I agree with that. Get your voting in. Um, and same as always, continue to wear an effing mask <laughs> and don't go to parties. It's that simple. Man. That simple. Man. Sit down somewhere. You don't need to be going out. Don't make no sense. Oh, man. Oh. I mean, that's kind of our closing. I mean, with that, that's been a, that's been another episode of Off the Track podcast. We thank for you guys. We're thankful for you guys for tuning in, taking a listen to what we had talked about. Again, it's a juicy one today. A lot of talk about a lot of things happening this last today specifically, but this last week in general. And uh, hopefully, you know, sometime down the line, hopefully we'll have some good news content. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, I mean. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. See you.